Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. Well, you know, consumers spent much of 2020 and some of the following years in socially distant environments, but even then the scammers figured out ways to target us. And now as we start to see things get back to normal in 2023 with the pandemic, although it's raging in China, not really causing too many problems here in the states uh other than uh you know you do have still people getting sick but not the same levels of illness levels of death that we saw earlier now it's time to really take steps to become healthier and sometimes that means protecting yourself against scammers yes indeed the scammers do prey upon those who are trying to better themselves. So today we're going to be talking with two of the folks from the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. We have Alexis Barton, Quality Assurance Coordinator on the line. Good morning, Alexis. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Well, glad to have you with us uh, for our first show of the new year with the Better Business Bureau. And also Ada Rodriguez is joining us on the line also with the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. Good morning, Ada. Good morning, Shannon. Thanks for having us. You bet. Ada, hold on a second because we're going to start off with Alexis. So Alexis, let's talk about what scams are looking like when folks are looking for ways to improve their health. Yeah, so like you mentioned, consumers spent a lot of 2020 and in some of these following years in a socially distanced or kind of hybrid environment. So Gyms and other uh, workout platforms are are really offering a lot of these classes online, and especially with the new year and the desire to get in shape and lose weight, this really creates a risk of being deceived by products that don't work as advertised or have unwanted uh, side effects or even can cause weight gain instead of weight loss. So anytime you see some of these miracle claims for weight loss, you should always be very skeptical. Uh, There's no such thing as a secret or a magic or a breakthrough ingredient that can result in in overnight weight loss. So definitely um, look look out for that. And this scam can look like a lot of different things. Uh, Consumers have fallen for scams around purchasing and using things like body wraps, creams, supplements, skin patches, and even earrings. Uh, that promise to melt or dissolve away unwanted fat. And so these promotions advertising like this miraculous weight loss and promising immediate results should definitely be viewed as potential scams. Uh, These products, if they are delivered as promised, are often ineffective. Um, They don't deliver the results that they promise and sometimes can even have dangerous side effects. It's definitely something to look out for. Okay, so when we're talking about that, uh, I'm assuming that also it involves scammers targeting us when we're going somewhere else to be working out. Tell us about that. Yeah, there's lots of different places to go and kind of ways that they can target you. Um, They may even target you through social media advertisements with celebrities or fake endorsements. Um, They may have deceptive free trial offers. So a lot of these complaints really um, happen online and the product doesn't work as claimed or even the language isn't super clear when you're 
purchasing the product, what you're committing to. So some consumers may think this is a one-time purchase, but really they're signing up for a recurring subscription that's going to charge their card every single month. So to avoid some of these scams, BBB recommends always be wary of these advertisements and customer endorsements promising this miracle cure or immediate results. Um, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, evidence suggests that gradual weight loss of one to two pounds per week is a really healthy goal. And anything more than that, you should be asking your doctor what is achievable for you. Uh, the other thing that you can do is determine your fitness goals. It's really hard to lose weight, so find something that you can stick with, something that you really enjoy uh, that makes it a little easier to, to stick to. And avoid those products that claim to help you lose weight without diet or exercise. So those should raise some red flags for you and be skeptical of claims that you don't have to give up your favorite foods or reduce the calories you consume. Um, especially on those products, you should be checking the ingredients with the FDA. So anytime you're ordering um, pills or powders or herbs of some kind, um, definitely make sure that those are FDA approved and that someone has checked and verified those ingredients um, because those could be potentially harmful to you. So make sure you're reading those terms and conditions along with the ingredient list um, right. before you're out, like I mentioned, make sure that you you know what you're signing up for. Because I think a lot of people just assume if it's coming in a cap and uh, or a capped bottle and it's sealed, that there's someone in charge who has said this is okay for you. Yeah, yeah, that that is the assumption. And people assume that if it's, you know, selling online and it's a website that you can find and it looks legitimate, that the ingredients are probably safe. And that's not a safe assumption. So make sure that you're you're researching that. And you can look on BBB.org before purchasing um, and making sure that you're Googling those businesses online and seeing what the the reviews are and reporting that if you think that you have been scammed. Okay, so what else do we want to talk about uh, when it comes to getting fit, losing weight, being in good health, and, and staying free of any scams? Yeah, so I mean, I really think the biggest thing here is reading that ingredients list and being really wary of those free trial offers. So a lot of times when you sign up for those, they kind of trap you into that really expensive recurring subscription. So the first offer may look something like for the free offers, only $5.99 in shipping or something like that. And then the next month they charge you $100 and that continues to happen. And when you try to cancel really difficult to reach the business. Uh, they don't make it easy to cancel those charges. And so I think those two things, keeping yourself safe and keeping your money safe, really making sure you know what you're signing up for. Okay. So what can people do if, unfortunately, they uh, have fallen prey to this? Yeah. So they want, I mean, we really want people to report it. And so that's the way that we prevent this is getting people to report it. Um, we can track down some of these scammers sometimes or use the information to educate other consumers. So make sure that you report that to BBB's scam tracker. Um, you can also report it to the Federal Trade Commission. 
And you can also report it to the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center if this happened to you online. So those are three really good places to report it where we can get some some statistics and try to try to stop this from happening. All right. Great information there. Alexis, thank you. When we come back, we need to take a short break here. We'll talk about setting your resolutions to stay fraud free for 2023. That when the extra continues. We're back with the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. You can find out more information on some of the topics we're talking about today by going to BBB.org. And we bring Ada Rodriguez in to talk about setting those New Year's resolutions. Yeah, it's not too late. And I I think uh, especially in this time of uh, uh, certain Bitcoins, FTX having a free fall, maybe it's time to set some good New Year's resolutions to stay fraud free. Yes, it's definitely a good time of the year to evaluate your your overall health and definitely um, prevention, preventing scam is part of that health for sure. Um, so we have five resolution suggestions, I guess, from the BBB that I would like to cover with the listeners. Um, so first is be cautious with email. Be on guard if you receive unsolicited emails from a person or a company. Remember that scammers can make emails look incredibly legitimate. And they can also impersonate reputable organizations. Even the BBB, we've gotten many claims of um, individuals receiving uh, scammy emails with someone impersonating the BBB. So it happens. Um, Never click on links or these attachments that might come in these emails unless you are certain that it is a safe email. Um, We always ask you to ask questions, do your research before you click in those unsolicited emails, of course. So that's the... uh, Resolution one, um, resolution two is never send money to strangers. So we've talked about this a lot over various um, extra scam prevention is you need to be extra careful when you're sending money. If you have not met them face to face or you don't know for sure that they are from a legitimate company or organization, um, you risk sending money to a scammer. And once you send that money, oftentimes you cannot get it back. And if it's sent um, particular ways, it's actually not traceable. So there's no way of even tracing who received it. So especially if individuals are asking you to pay in credit cards, prepaid cards of any sort, or transferring funds. All right. Um, Number Yeah, go ahead with some more. Yep. Yeah. Um, Do your research before making online payments and purchases. So this kind of ties into also sending money to strangers. If you are essentially paying for things online and not doing your research as to where that payment is going and how you're submitting your payment information, that is also um, you're essentially giving money out that can't be traced. So always ask yourself, is this a person or a business I can trust? Do they have a working customer service number? Do they have a website that has a physical address? Um, Always try to call the business using the number online to see if you can get a live person before you make that payment. If you are skeptical, there are a lot of great advertisements that will pop up on social media, right, offering you great deals. And sometimes you go to their website and they look a little sketchy. So if it doesn't feel right, don't submit payment through those um, websites that you're not 
you can't verify essentially right and don't provide personal information don't do anything even if you reach a phone number and a person through those uh, sketch looking websites very difficult you need to kind of look for some of the official logos and signage that would indicate no this is a you know for instance your bank do they have the fdic right would be the fdic uh, code yes you're absolutely right so even if you do reach someone on the phone Uh, they still could be a scammer. And so you do have to ask the right questions and do your research. And they shouldn't be asking you for your personal information if you are purchasing an item on their website. So just just be wary. Um, um, The last two we have are, so number four is, I would use my best judgment when sharing my personal information. So similar to what you were just talking about, Shannon, um, be very careful when you're sharing that personal information, whether that's over the phone, over email, social media, there's many ways scammers will try to fish for this personal information. And some of this personal information could include your banking and credit card information, your birthday, even just your birthday and your full name alone could put you at risk, um, your address, your social security number, of course, any insurance or Medicare numbers, um, especially for those calls where someone may just contact you spontaneously out of the blue that maybe you weren't soliciting or you weren't doing research in that particular area, we all get those solicitation calls and they always make you wonder, how, how did I end up on this list? That's probably um, a, good, a good time to pause and, and do your research. Um, number five is social media smart. So we cannot stress this one enough because a lot of the time scammers are trying to either impersonate another social media account um, hack into your account and then use your information to essentially impersonate and get in touch with others. Um, but then also how you post and how you publish information is so important. Be careful when you're filling out fun quizzes that might reveal your address or your birth date and your full name. Um, we even encourage when you're posting birthday pictures of your children, don't don't post it on the actual birthday because you essentially, you know, you see that all the time, right? Full names of their children and their birth date and their weight and the time they were born. Um, all that information can then be used by scammers. So being incredibly aware when you're posting information, when you're communicating with people on social media, and also when you're clicking on any links to buy products like we talked about, you can get great deals but we see thousands of complaints and concerns on Scam Tracker about misleading Facebook and Instagram ads. So that final one is, uh, is probably the most important to me just because I've seen so many, so many issues come up recently. Just being social media smart if you are on social media. Okay, certainly some good information there. Again, let's uh, recommend that folks uh, turn to BBB.org if you'd like to dive in deep for more on these topics. We need to take a short break here. Ada Rodriguez, our guest, along with Alexis Barton of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. Keep on listening. Let's tackle some of your financial goals for the new year. New year, new finances. That's the topic in our next segment. Keep on listening to KRDL News Radio. 
We're back with our guests from the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. And we've been talking about ways that you can keep yourself and your finances safe from scammers in 2023. And joining us to talk more about this, and let's focus on financial scams right now, Alexis Barton. Alexis, uh, you know, so much of our financial, well, so much of our resolutions have to do with the financial end. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of folks may have some holiday expenses kind of looming or hanging around on the credit card bill or perhaps, you know, those bank balances are a little higher from those gifts that were exchanged. And if this is the year that you want to reduce your debt and and bump up that savings account, it's really a good idea to revisit some of your financial goals. Uh, The post-pandemic continues to affect a lot of people. People are really assessing retirement timelines, considering where, how they live, uh, what their goals are, and there's a lot of new variants that that really can impact your financial decisions. So several, and, and also considering that several of these federal financial programs from the pandemic have, have ended. And so employment opportunities are a little bit different now. And as consumers look ahead to this new year, having kind of stable financial footing needs to be really necessary to meet these day-to-day needs. So when thinking about your finances and really trying to stick to those financial New Year's resolutions, uh, BBB recommends inventorying your credit cards. So credit cards are known to have pretty high interest rates most of the time. And when you really add up how much money this cost that can waste a lot of money over time. So make sure you're reaching out to that credit card company to see if you can do a balance transfer to a card with a lower interest rate or maybe even if you qualify to have your interest rate lowered on that card that could save you a, a lot of money over time. Okay, also so, make sure that you're yeah. <laughs> what else? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, research, research these financial institutions where the credit card is held. Um, And, of course, you can do that on BBB.org and read the terms and those conditions very carefully. There can be big penalties if you miss even one payment. Um, And if you have multiple cards and you're trying to decide which debt-paying strategy is best for you, uh, some experts recommend paying off cards with higher interest rates first, while others recommend paying off cards with the smallest balances first. So make sure you're really researching Uh, knowing what's best for you, knowing what's going to save you the most money over time and and be the biggest benefit. Additionally, try sending these payments or maybe even sending additional payments throughout the month. So, you know, I know that I could be better at instead of stopping and getting that $5 morning coffee or breakfast, um, putting that towards some of your debt and paying off your credit card instead. And Paying that five dollars a few times a month um, can really add up to some extra, some extra impact on that credit card. Right. There are and even apps people. now that will like take your rounded up change from a purchase and and put that automatically in savings, aren't there? Yeah, there's a lot of free tools that you can use. Um, a lot of online tools that can connect to your bank account and help you manage and reduce debt. Uh, they can even round up your change, like you mentioned, put some money in savings, um, alert you about recurring payments that maybe you've forgotten about. So I know that I've subscribed to different things and then forgotten about it. And 
a few months later or so been like, oh my gosh, I'm still paying that $5.99 a month or whatever it may be. So there's a lot of free tools out there that can, can help with that. Um, you can also avoid wasting money by being scammed, right? So a lot of the things that we talked about previously in this show, make sure that you're making good purchasing decisions. So being scammed can really impact you financially. Um, it may impact you at the current moment, and it may impact you in the future. So be careful making those decisions. Make sure you're researching businesses and not kind of causing yourself that, that headache later. And then, of course, the biggest thing that you can do to help with your finances in the new year is just to start a budget. So create a written budget, track spending. That is the biggest way to really draw attention to where your money is going. Uh, save money and stop spending where you shouldn't. So figure out what your what your debt is and, and kind of the accurate picture of your financial situation. And you should be able to create a pretty good budget from there. Um, there's also a lot of tools online to do that and to help you kind of budget and plug in those numbers. So factor in, you know, your retirement, your savings, um, how much you want to add to that savings, how much you're spending on those morning coffees every morning, and and all those things. And, and you can really draw attention to the finances and improve in 2023. And, and if you're looking to make up for some shortfalls, maybe now's the time to resolve to get that, you know, side gig. Yeah, absolutely. There's a ton of really um, awesome virtual and work from home options now. Um, there's a lot of part-time things that you can kind of do to make that extra cash on the side if, if you need that extra income. So just jumping on Indeed or, or whatever the website may be, um, you can look through and look for some of those virtual part-time kind of side jobs that you can do in your free time to make a little extra cash. All right. Well, Alexis Barton, always a pleasure to talk to you about this. Please do stick around. We'll get some final thoughts at the end of the segment, uh, end of the hour. But in our next segment, we're going to be talking to Adriel Rodriguez about a customer service award uh, that is promoting excellence and what it is and who is up for it. That and more coming your way in the next segment here on KRDO's Extra Show. Welcome back to The Extra. We've been talking about making the new year work for you and stay protected against uh, potential scams out there, potential pitfalls that could cause harm to, for instance, your credit score, your identity, keeping it safe, or your finances. But let's talk about something that's always uh, a reason to celebrate, a cause we can all get behind, and that's excellence in customer service. And the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado's Ada Rodriguez is here to talk about what the Excellence in Customer Service Awards are. Yes, thank you, Shannon. Uh, We love the opportunity to to educate and promote this opportunity for our accredited businesses, Um, but a lot of people don't know what it is. So I wanted to just give a quick overview of what this award is. So Excellence in Customer Service Award, or EICS, is the other, other way you may have heard it spoken about. Um, is an award that was launched 28 years ago by the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, patterned after the Malcolm Baldrige National Quality Award, focusing on that customer service section. So um, essentially, it is a challenge where companies can develop measurements and processes in support of their customer service systems. We then use third-party volunteers, so the BBB is not doing this ourselves, 
to analyze this system and this process of customer service against seven categories um, and essentially tracking the maturity of each in each area their level of customer service that they provide so it's very in-depth for the business the business gets this opportunity to challenge themselves learn through the help and support of volunteers um, that are essentially trained to evaluate this so they're up against themselves it's it's really important to point out um, because there has been some confusion with this before that businesses that participate in this excellence and customer service award challenge they're only up against themselves you either are a recipient or not you're not competing against other accredited businesses that may um, also work towards this award um, it really is a great opportunity to evaluate your customer service use these resources and then if you are a recipient to be able to promote that and to um, you know share that with your consumers that you really do take customer service um, you know you don't take it lightly it's really important to you and and you want to continue to improve it and all accredited businesses within our BBB service area are eligible to apply is this a competition would you say no, it's not, it's not a competition against other businesses. We like to call it more a singular journey towards documenting and improving customer service. So it really is about your individual business journey. Um, unless you want to consider it a competition against yourself and maybe your last year um, results, but not a competition against other businesses for sure. All right. So, so what else should know uh, people know about the EICS? Yeah. So, um, it's you know, like I mentioned, it's it's open to accredited businesses in our service area. Um, you can submit applications and um, essentially let us know that you want to participate through our website. We did already have the application writing workshop on January 12th, but that does not mean it's too late. So um, businesses can get caught up and they can watch the, the short or actually it's relatively lengthy because the idea is to give you guidance on filling out the application and give you a head start. Um, you can watch the video and work with our BBB team to get you signed up. We like as many businesses as possible to register just because we do know it's a great opportunity. Um, so really the application process is is relatively simple to start and then it gets kind of you know lengthy from there um, you can also look at previous EICS award recipients on bbb.org um, research reach out to us to ask questions um, we also encourage consumers to nominate businesses so if you feel like you've had excellent customer service from an accredited business or in a business that may be working to improve this customer service um, encourage them to apply nominate them um, and we can reach out to them or reach out to the business yourself so we can just continue to make businesses and the community aware of this of this great opportunity mm. well and and speaking of this when the businesses have uh, been uh, awarded this excellence in customer service and, and these high words of praise that come uh, what is their experience what do they say it does or gives them so we have heard multiple times that the journey of going through this program is really valuable to them, that they actually improve a lot of systems. They analyze 
areas that they may not have analyzed before and really challenges them as a business to make these improvements. And once it's all said and done, it's exciting, it's relieving whether or not you are a recipient of the award or not. You still learn and you still make improvements. And we have many recipients that come back year after year because they want to continue to challenge themselves and ensure that their customer service is is getting better, mm. that every year they're making those marks. And so businesses have spoken incredibly highly of this process, whether they are recipients or not, um, because they're all learning. Right. And it, it, it it's uh, an, one way to benchmark your dedication to uh, what some people may only put lip service to. Yes, we're a business that believes in customer service. Well, what are you doing to uh, exercise that, to live out those words, to walk the talk, as they say, right? Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. You can put that essentially that um, recipient award on your website and you can note it on your BBB profile. There's lots of ways for you to essentially identify yourself as an EICS um, recipient. And then again, those that may not be recipients, we encourage them to come back the following year and continue to work with our team of volunteers and uh, continue to to grow and, and be challenged in this process. We've seen some amazing results. Fantastic. Now, uh, a quick question, because I know that in uh, during the pandemic, there were some times where you couldn't have the proper gala to celebrate the EICS uh, recipients. Is this year going to be different? Do you anticipate? Yeah. So last year we had an in-person gala actually in the fall and it was amazing. Um, And that's actually a really good point to bring up. Thanks for reminding me because the night of excellence that we do annually is to essentially recognize these businesses that have gone through the process. So we recognize those that have gone through the process and were not recipients. And we, of course, recognize those that went through the process and are recipients. So it's always a really fun event. We always pick a really cool, unique theme. There's food, there's drinks, there's music, there's some sort of entertainment. And this year, we definitely plan on having it again in person in Colorado Springs. Whether you participated or not as a business, it's great to show up and support your peers. Or as a consumer, go and um learn about these businesses and and have fun while doing it. So yes, we definitely plan on doing it in person and um, we will get that information out here in probably six months or so as we start to plan for it. Okay, fantastic. All right, we have just about a minute left. And so uh, can you just uh, offer a brief wrap up, Ada, of what you want people to take away from this conversation? Then we'll get the same from Alexis. Yeah, I think what I would just say is it's a new year, and I think um, it's a great opportunity to evaluate your the ways you are preventing um, scams and fraud. And, you know, I definitely feel like you can never evaluate it too much, but with it being the beginning of the new year, just add even one, one change to your lifestyle to prevent these scams, um, even just... Just one small change can make a big difference. All right. Alexis, what would you like to add to that as we get ready to sign off here? Yeah, I think I'll stick with my my motto of the show typically, which is research, research, research. So make sure you're doing that research before you make a purchase. Make sure you know what you're agreeing to before you make that purchase. 
And of course, if you do think that you have been scammed, um, you can always report those scams to bbb.org backslash scam tracker. And that will not only help BBB collect some data, but also may prevent others from falling for the same scam. All right. Fantastic. Well, Alexis and Ada, thank you so much for joining us here on The Extra. We sure appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And you've been listening to The Extra on KRDO News Radio. More information available, of course, at BBB.org.